Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Ramblin' Radio, episode number 88. I'm glad you are here. We got a fire episode today. Probably know everything that's going down in this episode, but in case you don't, we got Pedro Vasquez on the pod. Um, You guys probably know him as Amos on his Instagram and just all of his uh, photography and any platform that he's on known as Amos. Um, last time, this isn't the first time we had him on the podcast. We actually had him, what, he was actually my first guest, him, as well as Fernando, who is another very, very talented photographer that has done some shoots with me. Um, and another incredibly talented photographer, Andrew, who's known as Phaser on Instagram. If you guys want to check out that episode, it's back in like early 2019, but it's still one of the most popular episodes that this podcast has to date. So if you want to check it out, scroll on down after this episode. Um, so you don't miss anything, but yeah, we're, we're, I'm, I'm super stoked. I know you guys are super stoked about this episode. Huge eye opener. Um, and, and just a perfect example of how everything is not what it seems, um, on Instagram. It's just a highlight reel. You, we don't know what's what, what someone's truly going through. And this whole story with Amos and XXX Tentacion's photo, man, that's a mouthful. Um, it's just crazy. You, you get to hear the entire story unfiltered. He didn't, hold anything back and it's it's just it's just incredibly eye-opening I, I don't know what else i can i can say um it's just a very eye-opening uh story and experience and you'll get to see the the legal side of it and just all this shit because it, it was a big deal it's like the second most liked photo on instagram there's comments being generated every second like it's still getting so much traction i don't know what the actual numbers are but they're insane and then x gets um unfortunately he gets killed he gets shot and killed and it's the only photo on his platform it just becomes this iconic thing and and so with that comes all this stuff that's really good and also really kind of ugly and also a little scary at the same time, like having to deal with this, like as an artist, um, you know, I, I can't imagine being alone and dealing with it. Um, and, and luckily Pedro's got an incredible sort support team behind him that, that, that helped him out, um, and encouraged him throughout the process, but you're going to get to hear the whole story. It's, it's really amazing. So, um, if you get anything from this, share it, tag Amos, um, just get it out there because it's fascinating and you're going to learn a lot and it might help you in the future as well. Also, uh, we're going to get the solo episodes going, uh, back again and, and we're going to fire those off. So if you need support from me, you know what this podcast is all about. Um, building revenue streams, creating, creating a business that you absolutely love, um, designing a life that you love all those things, whether it's clients, digital products, um, whatever you need support with, we are here to help. And I want to feature your question if you have one. So if you have a specific question for me and you want it answered in detail, send the question, text it to me at 847-383-7661 with the hashtag podcast, or I won't be able to see it. And then if I like it, I think it's going to help a lot of people. I'll feature you. I'll feature the question. I'll answer it in detail. So we're going to get those going as well very soon. That's enough of me talking. Um, sit back, relax, enjoy this podcast with Pedro, and I will see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.
dude, last time last time we had you on the pod was with Fernando and Andrew. It's yeah. Like two years ago. Three years. Two, three years ago. Three years ago? I think, nah, I, think ago. I don't think it was three years ago. It's like two years ago. Um, or two and a half years ago. It feels like ten years ago, to be honest. And then didn't we didn't we go out that night? I think we went to some yes, went to some bar. We did go out. Yes. And um, I don't know. Anyways, uh, it felt like ten years ago, but that's still that's still one of the most downloaded podcasts that I have of of you. For real? Damn! I don't yeah, even I think it was promo it or nothing. I I th- well, I think we had like a little bit of promo, but I don't know. It, people really enjoyed it, but because it was the three of you. We, we didn't really get a chance to talk about like your come up and your story. And, you know, I've known you for what back in 20, I think 2017 is when you and I first met. And a lot yeah. of people, a lot, I, I think we share a lot of followers and a lot of people are, are interested in you. And we're going to talk about everything that you've done thus far and especially the NFT stuff and with X's stuff. I mean, a lot of people want to hear about that, but to start this thing off, I kind of want to hear about your story, how you got into the camera and, you know, take it way back, like high school Ooh. days. I right, man. I was, uh, <laughs> come on, man. We're doing um, it, man. We're I was, doing a, it. I was, I was definitely a, a different uh, person. Um, I was always, I always liked video photos, like movies and stuff like that, anime. Um, but you know, no resources, nobody out here doing that, you know? So it's like, it wasn't even like, I used to think about photography and used to think of like geeks with like black turtlenecks and, you know, Harry Potter glasses and stuff like that, you know, just super ignorant. Um, and then I had my daughter. Um, for some reason, she, I don't know, it's like I bought a camera to take photos of her and myself. Um, I was always into fashion, so I wanted to just take photos of us and post it on Instagram. And as I just started taking photos of the homies, I just like fell in love with taking photos of everything else besides myself. Like, I don't even like my photo being taken or being on the camera anymore. Um, and yeah, I'm, I've always been like a perfectionist, um, not to talk shit, but a lot of things that I've tried, I was like pretty good at or learned pretty quick. Um, I give like a hundred percent attention to something new and photography was that. And I was just, I would take photos every single day I would edit just as long as I would take photos just to try to like um make my photos look like the people that I, I looked up to at the time um who'd you and, look up to at the time what were the people that you were following um the people that I was following 13th witness page the first time I saw it I was like what the fuck I was like, yo, I remember this photo. It was like a Japanese mask and he was just in a field and it just looked crazy. I was like, yo, what? And I was like, nah, I have to figure out how 
these people are taking these kind of pictures like yo bro how you make the background look blurry <laughs> like <laughs> that's that's the first question everybody asks when they get started <laughs> yo i used to i even told my so i was i started taking pictures with my iphone before right before i got the camera and i and uh i told my cousin jeffrey you know jeffrey so yeah. I would he he was like good at like graphic designs and stuff and I was like yo bro can you like make the black background blurry so he literally <laughs> would trace <laughs> no yo, in Photoshop I, got, I don't know what he used bro but it was yo son I think I still got the photos yo dude oh you gotta God. you gotta send you gotta to, send some yes yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo i was oh down god. bad i was down bad yo <laughs> oh my god oh, but yeah, no shame I, no shame no, no i mean yo i really wish i didn't delete i really wish i didn't revamp my my instagram like the two three times that i did just to like i didn't know i was this was gonna be like you know like a profession or a career but the way I started taking photos, it was so horrendous. Like literally, like I see these new kids starting to take photos and I'm like, wow. Like, you know, like you guys are, are, are you know, like you guys are, are dope. Like you, the way I started photography was horrible, bro. Like, fuck, it, yeah. it makes me sick to my stomach. I would slap my, my younger self, um, but yeah, I just uh, then I saw some posts on Instagram, and I went to a photography meet, and then I met up with some with some kid named Jolt. That's why he's like my homie for life. He's the first person I linked up with, um, and he just he 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 took me to like this abandoned train station that's like super like if you go there now like, like people don't even go there now because they are like 90 percent like gonna get arrested so we went there <laughs> i'm like taking photos and i'm looking at these kids how they're taking photos and i'm like oh shit and then it that same thing just kept happening like everybody that i connected with i it kind of like took something that i liked or just learned something um mm -hmm. And it it made me the photographer. It was it was part of the story, you know. Uh, first time I yeah. shot with uh, black soap, changed my life completely. We went to like we hit like seven bandos in Philly, and yeah, it was, it just changed my life the way he shot his photos and um and some of the other people that I looked up to were Sklar, um, Philandes. Um, 13th mm -hmm. Witness, First, Black Soap, you know, just the guys that were really big at the time on Instagram. Yeah. How how essential was it to meet up with these photographers? Did you did you look up to these guys and you reached out to them? How, how did you kind of start connecting with um, some of these guys? Because I, I get a lot of questions from photographers that like they don't know how to get that initial start. And I, and I think, I think the route that you took with connecting with these people that may be at a higher level at the time that you were so that you can just absorb what they were doing. Cause 
I remember you and I, we talked about this on the last podcast, how they would maybe stop at something that you didn't see. And you'd be like, what are you seeing that I'm not seeing? And you just kind of learn from just watching. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's like, that's why I watch a lot of documentaries and stuff like that too. Like photography or just photo books. But, um, the way I linked up with them, I, I tell everybody that asked me that, like, oh, how, how will I get to shoot with you one day? Or, or, I mean, like, bro, if you're really out there taking photos and we in the same industry, basically, like, we're bound to me. Like, if mm-hmm. you're really trying to do this and you're going to be out there, like, how I was out there every day and eventually you're, you're just going to hit, you're just going to meet somebody that I know or you're going to meet me. And then I'm cool as fuck. Everybody out here with is cool as fuck. They're gonna be like, "Yo, come on, let's go over here." And it's like you meet everybody else. It's like you know, it's yeah, real life interaction with real people. You know, it's just I'm cool. I I, I think I'm cool. So it's like, <laughs> so we just everybody gets along. I get along with everybody all the time. So it was yeah. it was just that's why I always say to everybody is like this is more than than photography. It's like I feel like who you are as a person also has to also plays a role yeah it's it's a pretty small community even though there's it's growing every day but you still run into the same people (laughs) yep um when did you start getting away from like the bandos and that type of like landscape type stuff because i know i know you you just said that you you know you you restarted your Instagram over again. Yeah. Was that because your style was changing and you just wanted that fresh start? When, when, when did these kind of transitions happen? I think it was when I met you around that same year, probably 2017. I just looked at my old work and I was like, yo, this shit is fucking trash. I can't show this on IG. Like nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like I just won the trash and competition. Uh, a day later, I got hit up by Adidas to shoot a campaign for them. It was like so much money. I'm like, bro, what? You want 10 photos and you're going to give me like $5,000? The guy over the phone was like, yo, I'm sorry. It's not that much. I'm like, bro, what? That's like a, a, a third of my yearly income right now. No, I'm kidding. But, you know, like it was like a sixth <laughs> of my income right now. I'm like, I'm about to make this. I'm about to send you 10 photos. So after that, I was like, yeah, I got to really show um, the kind of quality that, you know, I, I, I when people tell me, how are you going to work with these brands? How do I get to work with these brands? It's like, I got to make the content that these brands are looking for first. So mm-hmm. I started erasing the old shit and just replacing it with, uh, a, you know, a certain standard for just, to get hired or just for my own standards too you know so do you i mean do you regret that because you wanted to kind of see that journey so you know 100%. maybe in, instead of like deleting them you 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 wish you just kind of added to it and then you know if you had to 100% show something, i regret you had it. your portfolio yeah 100 yeah. percent. i regret it it's it's also like you know you get to you tell yourself like a bunch of times like don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks you know like be true to yourself and i guess i i wasn't a hundred percent true to myself and that's why i deleted the photos but right now 
um, seeing the full picture. Well, it's not even the full pic- picture, but where I am now, I definitely regret um, taking it down just because I know that what I do can inspire somebody that comes from where I come from or something similar to it. And like, if they would have seen my old photos to now, I could imagine like, they'll just be like, I can't believe, like, who did you buy? Who did you buy your preset for? Who edits your photos? (laughs) It was so bad, bro. Like, you know, like, and and I, I I learned how to just do that shit on my own, just keep trying. And um, mm. yeah, just to inspire others, bro. You should make. Up. I don't. I don't know if you have one already, but you should make like a, a sequence of photos on a post, just showing like all the the photos that you're like, wow, this is garbage, but this is part of my journey. Do you have one oh, of those? Shit. Nah, I'm gonna do that. You should do I'll one. Take notes. I'll take notes. Yeah, you should do yeah. one. I think people would love that. <laughs> um, tell tell me about the the trash hand competition. How did you? like find out about that what what did that look like and i i know you know when you and i got connected those were some of the first photos that i saw and i was like whoa this guy is like on some next level shit here what yeah how did that competition come about and and (coughs) why'd you why'd you enter it so at the time i had a clothing brand that was coming out um we just finished making the 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 sweaters shirts and um, I was going to shoot a lookbook. I was like, yo, we got to take it up a notch a little bit. I want to shoot the lookbook. I want to make it look, you know, cool. And at the time, I was, like, very heavy into the bando stuff. So we went to a bando. It was, like, 15 minutes from my crib. Um, my my cousin who modeled it, he was, like, one of my homies that I always take pictures of. He was always there for me. So he was also a partner in this clothing brand. Um, so I took the photos just for us and our brand and um and i was still in the bandos so i shot in the bandos and then i I was showing a homie that i linked up with which was chris rocco and um my other homie fuck i can't believe i I can't remember his name right now but i always tell him like yo bro i remember that day like if it was like because they both were like Yo, they saw the photos and they were like, holy shit, bro, you should enter this in trash hand competition. And I'm like, what What trash hand competition? He's like, yo, it's on Skillshare. So I go on Skillshare. I see the competition after I, I finish linking with them. And I, there's a video. And in the video, there's certain guidelines on how he, and, and what he's looking for in order to, to win this competition. And I'm looking at this video and I'm like, oh, shit, I did all of that already. With with my photos, so I'm like, all right, let me in, enter this competition with photos that I already took without even watching this video, like on how to do it, and I fucking won this shit, and it just, I was like, yo, I don't win shit, like not even the raffle in school to get the fucking the king size Twix bar, you know? I'm like, yo, it was it was insane. I was in the gym. I just got in the gym. I'm doing some lateral pull downs. I'm in like my second set, first fresh. I kept the notification. I was so hyped, I had to leave the gym. I'm kidding. I was like, nah, <laughs> I'm out of here. I look crazy. I came in, sat down, hit one set, looked at my phone, I'm out of here. Yo, so then everybody just, everybody just started hitting me up. 
I got a couple people that followed me. Unfortunately, that shit happened after like the algorithm changed. Like it wasn't um, um, mm. chronological anymore. Um, right. But the previous people who did win his competition, like they fucking went to like fifty, a hundred k, like just off his competition, because you know trash fans. Holy like shit! The goat, bro. So wow. Yeah, it was it was crazy. So um, yeah, that's how it happened, man. That's and that shit was insane. It's it's so crazy. So did I mean I'm I'm just gonna assume that that kind of confirmed your skill set and you're like okay i've got something here and was that like the first time where you felt like you could do this for a living or did you already kind of feel that before this competition um i think i felt it before but this was like yeah i know what the fuck i'm doing even when i saw when i saw the video in the skills in the skillshare site i was like i know what i'm doing you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I was like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. And then when I won it, it's just like everybody else knew that I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Or kind of knew you, that he was heading there. Yeah. And you and you learned on Skillshare, too. A lot of the, the, the you know, basic photography shit. Didn't you take some courses? or I or took no? courses on how to make my site. On okay. how to, like, build my website. Um, maybe I've seen like one or two Skillshare videos, but I used to really just go on like, cause back then I was following these dudes, like when they were like the beginning. So they would go on IG live and just <clears throat> show what they're doing or, um, YouTube and just, I, I spent so many hours in Lightroom, bro. I spent hours in yeah. Lightroom, like. I really think nobody like it's hard like it's hard for me for somebody to tell me for me to believe somebody else spent more time in Lightroom than I did because <laughs> even now like I would even now like I edit one photo I gotta edit it like five ten times before I post it I'm just so anal about it so like there would literally be I would back then it was even worse because I would literally take one photo I remember the photo of the Oculus mm-hmm. like you know so I yep. took this photo and I remember just scrolling and it was all the same photos just adjusted slightly. And I'm like, yo, this is, I'm crazy. I was like, yeah, I have a OCD or something when it comes to photos. Well, I, I remember seeing your Lightroom process for the first time, making these little micro adjustments. And I'm like, I don't see a difference, but you're like, no, just wait. <laughs> you're like making making these little tiny little adjustments and shit. I'm like, man, this this guy is a fucking scientist in Lightroom here. <laughs> this is more, bro. This is more. more. Well, that's kind of that's kind of your style, though. Is 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 less than. I mean, you know, I know it's changed. I know you're doing a lot of like film stuff too, but I mean, the way that I would kind of like talk about your photography is just like it's just the cleanest of clean like I, I don't know how else to describe it other than just like you know that's what I see with the human eye and so many people try to like throw on these colors and filters and you know they just keep yeah throwing shit on yeah. and it turns into something totally different which is fine I mean that's just another style right but you know you're I feel like 
you know, the way that you're shooting and correct me if I'm wrong, you know, it's just like, that is, you're, you're just capturing that moment and maybe enhancing it a little bit, but I mean, you're just the moment it so is there, realistic. Bro. Yeah, exactly. The moment is there already. Like photography was meant to document and like to just immortalize what you want to just immortalize. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <clears throat> now it's like when shooting film recently has taught me like, I was so anal about certain things before, like, and now it's just like, I look at a photo or a moment and like, if it means something to me, like, that's all that matters. Cause I know there's like a bunch of people out there that can relate to me or identify themselves with what I do or with, with the a kind of photo that I take. And it's, it's all perception too, but yeah, it's, it's really just the moment. It's already there. If you want to mm -hmm. put a, a, a plane over the basketball court, like, fuck it. I, I, I see nothing wrong with that, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's interesting. How How was your... Because I know you started shooting film, like, semi-recently? Maybe... It was, like, right before the the, the pandemic. Okay. Well, we transition? call it pandemic over here. You know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> nah, I mean... <laughs> You know, like, I, I I needed something, like, I feel like photography, you know, being in this industry and just, you know how it is with all these people with these followers or, or companies just hollering at you, trying to get, like, free work. Yeah. It was just so discouraging on, like, the kind of quality of work that I was doing and then to see everybody, like, praise me for it and it's like, I'm not getting nothing out of it. So it's like, I just, like I completely like it was like I didn't even want to be a photographer anymore for anybody else I, I right now I don't want to be a photographer for nobody like this yeah. is for me you know what I'm saying like I've been taking photos of my family and friends in my life again like how I used to so um mm. but I don't know it's, it's just it is what it is yeah well, I want to, uh, we're going to get into that stuff before we do though, you know, getting back to the, the trash and competition, you know, what started to happen? I know you got that Adidas gig. W what other opportunities came, came your way and, and did they keep going? I mean, were there setbacks? I'm assuming, well, knowing you, I know there were, but, um, what, what did that, what did life start looking like after that competition and you starting to get these opportunities? Um, I was working at T-Mobile at the time. So I was really trying to like not <laughs> work at T-Mobile anymore. So, and there's always <laughs> setbacks. Um, I started getting reached out by a lot of big brands, um, agencies, getting work here and there, just planning on when is my time to leave this, this, this uh, nine to five. Um, mm -hmm. I wish I, I could go back in time and just tell myself to chill because, you know, once you make it a full-time job, it kind of, like, takes the fun out of it. Yeah. So, mm. um, it's, everything is, like, full circle, I would say. But um, I don't know. I was just getting hit up by a lot of people, getting paid, getting paid well, um, sometimes getting paid, like, super well and then some, and then a lot of times doing a lot of free shit um the mm. free shit 
didn't bother me until I want I started looking at like more a career and um like yo can I take photos like for the rest of my life like am I gonna be 50 years old and uh and taking photos like for other people for gigs and stuff I'm like damn I don't I don't want to do that um (laughs) not because not because I mean I would still I would definitely do it if there's a vision and and it's something that that I, I feels fire but um i don't i don't see myself killing myself for for an industry that doesn't uh value this kind of art you know yeah um so yeah that's when everything just started i was like yo i gotta get out of here and then when i'm out of there it's like okay there's still setbacks you know it's just a, a roller coaster when when you reach new levels it's like the stock market you know like you look at yeah. the five-year um ipa of, of ipo of a company it's like it goes up and down but it, it can go up you feel me so there's always going to be yeah. ups and downs um yeah yeah no i get it it's it's never a linear path when when did you um when did you start realizing that these companies just didn't like appreciate like your quality of work and other photographers' quality of work where they just you know they're just looking for something for you know for free and and take advantage of these photographers i mean when when did you start kind of like realizing this and and did that like did that really discourage you from the industry? Yeah, um, I started realizing this like a year or two after the Adidas, uh, like my first big gig, just started working yeah. with all these people and brands. I'm like, and just being like in the community that I'm in, you feel me? Hearing all these other stories of all my other homies. And I'm like, damn, you know, these people really don't give a shit about us. I mean, it just made me feel like, I don't know, I just, I just hate seeing people get taken advantage of and I'm being taken advantage of my homies is being taken advantage of having a daughter that loves to paint and just create shit and knowing that that might be a route for her and then knowing how this industry is so it's just like and then coming where I come from seeing my parents always being taken advantage of and never given like uh being reciprocated in any way shape or form so it's just like I just really can't you know that's some bully shit bro i don't fuck with it so it's like yeah why why are these companies you know they've got they've got budgets you know is it is it because there's just so many photographers that produce like you know good enough quality where they they kind of like you know pick them over someone that's way more elite and established or you know, I mean, they, they, there's a lot of photographers with subpar work or, or you know, like I'm, I'm playing the devil's advocate here. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause it's, all, it's all just perception, like whatever you think, like art is art regardless. Right. Um, and sure. then there's a, there's there's tons of elite photographers, too. So mm. it's just it's just oversaturated, maybe. And I don't think it's oversaturated. I think these companies know that there's a lot of people out there that are willing to do 
the work for free or really don't know their how the business should go or just mm -hmm. the, even the industry standard a lot of these people don't know that you can charge like day rate equipment pre-post production rates um insurance food travel whatever you know like it's, it's just there's just uh no com there's not enough conversations about what is happening right now and i don't know i took it upon myself i don't know why i mean i think i guess we know why but i took it upon myself to just i guess start talking about it a little bit more mm. and um it was you know divine timing i feel like this whole nft shit came out and that's what it's really about um well for now because we don't know what's gonna happen but you know it's uh, infant yeah yeah so, so. it's pretty it's pretty it's it's like it's so new um yeah i want to i want to get into the nft stuff and i know that's like a big reason why people are going to tune into this because of your success with it so far um but i also know i, I kind of want to talk about like knowing your knowing your worth as an artist because i know you've turned down some like pretty big opportunities that would you know people would really want but you knew that you were worth more you want to kind of talk about some of some of those opportunities if you can um had to turn things down and and stay patient yeah definitely um uh, yeah i was shooting for my homie uh he's a professional boxer and um he wanted he but he lived in Texas. He wanted me to move out there and officially be his his photographer. Um, but I feel like the annually rate that he was paying me just was like I would probably make that in like two three months on my own, and I'd be it's it's not even like knowing my worth. It's just like what? Come on, bro! Like I'm doing this by myself. I'm doing this by myself. I'm building my brand and I'm putting my brand out there every single time. I'm like adding this new work to my portfolio that's just building my brand basically. And you want me to just put all that aside, go to Texas uh, and just work for you. You feel me? Like a lot, a lot of people are sold by like social media and like nice, things and and but i'm not because like where i'm where i'm from is like i don't me and my family don't own anything so it's like ownership is something big for me because i know that's something that will help towards generational wealth and mm -hmm. if i don't have ownership i i'm i'm wasting my time kind of and not just my time like my family's time um so yeah, I just I just couldn't couldn't do that. Couldn't just I'd rather gamble on myself, you know. Still be around my family too in New York. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just a lot. I mean, but it, it would have been something good for an upcoming photographer, you feel me? So it's just for it's sure. just I, I I never knock somebody because I I don't know what they're going through. You feel me? Like maybe there's a kid that's working like a super minimum wage that's even off the books maybe and mm -hmm. he's, he's he's cool with the camera like 
that would have been lit for him, you know? Like, it's, it's all about taking these opportunities. Is it right for you? And fully capitalizing and using everything as a stepping stone to reach your your next goal, I feel like. And that wasn't, it just, nothing fits for me, I feel like, because I feel like I'm, I don't know, it's definitely not an ego, because I feel like everybody should look at themselves as the fucking GOAT, because I see myself amongst, like, fucking in the future, like, Chimoto and fucking Ricky Powell, but it's like the the standard for photography is changing so much, and it's like, you can't really tell me what's what is the standard anymore because there is no standard for art so it's just my mindset too yeah and my circumstances you feel me yeah yeah it's all perspective i mean it's it, you know that in that situation it sounds like you know it, it, getting someone like you to come work for somebody else full time. I mean, that's kind of like a, a nine to five working, you know, for somebody else and you're putting all your time and energy into that, which could be cool for somebody younger and up and coming, but just didn't make sense for you. So that, so was that an, it sounds like that was a pretty easy decision for you then. Oh yeah, yeah. that was definitely easy. Um, it, it's just a lot of people don't know, in this industry, there's a lot of uh, people that don't know who's a boss. Like, how am I going to... I'm Jordan. Imagine I'm Jordan and I'm talking to Kobe. I'm telling Kobe, you're going to play for my team and you're going to sit on the bench. Like, that's not happening. Like, you feel me? It's just no... Res- <laughs> it's just no respect in, in 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 our craft, you know, like and it's not anybody's fault because I once looked at photography like that it's for it's it's for dweebs, you know, and it, uh, not to offend nobody, but you know, it's just from movies and and just growing up from where I wasn't taught anything better, you feel me? But so yeah. I, I don't blame anybody, but I'm just not doing that, you feel me? And 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 that's it. Yeah. I, I think, I think it's, it's kind of the same with anything. It looks like just a lot easier than what it is. And all you got to do is tell them, okay, go take a photo of yourself and let me know how that goes and how that looks compared to the stuff that I'm producing. And I think they're going to get a pretty fast, uh, idea of like, Whoa, okay. Um, this isn't, as easy as I thought, I thought it was, <laughs> you know? I mean, it, it is easy when you're having fun. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're not like people that don't really know about photography or about just like a wide, like information about art or just don't understand. Like I watch a movie and I'm looking at like how they did the camera angles, the lighting. I'm looking at something completely different, but there's, there's just some people that's like, Oh my God, explosive wow you feel me so it's like even somebody that's not as as skilled or whatever with the camera can still do a good job for somebody and and they're gonna be completely satisfied for it so it's 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 weird yeah it's weird yeah uh, no i get it yeah for sure but i think i think a lot of the things that you know that come so naturally to you don't come naturally to others. And I think, you know, as you as a photographer, like you forget that, like, I know that with me, like, you know, if I'm like helping someone with, you know, 
getting clients or something like that. Like, you know, certain information and things I feel like is so obvious, but for them, it's like, whoa, I didn't know that or even think about looking at it that way. So it's up to us to, to, to show them though. You feel me? It definitely a hundred percent, but it's just, I feel like it's definitely, I don't owe it to nobody. I don't owe it to, to anybody, but I feel like, I don't know. I just, I got to let people know what's up. Just, yeah. You know, I sure. want to see everybody do good. There's a lot of opportunities out here. I know um, we're all a, a part of a very big picture, you know? Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I let's. I, I want to start getting into the the X stuff. Oh, um, talk about that story, man. X X X Tentacion. That is like the longest name, and I think so many people have a hard time <laughs> even pronouncing it. Um, hey, man, I, I, I was still calling Black Six Black not too long ago. five letters (laughs) yeah that yeah i i I think i did the same thing um you know this photo that you kind of become known for that was you took that at rolling loud right that was at rolling yeah 2018 yeah what because i mean it's just it's if i feel like these festivals these shows are like just madness you know what's the process of like getting into one of these shows? Because I know, you know, certain photographers even try to like sneak in, try to get into the pit. Like they're doing, I'm going to give him the sauce right now. I'm going to give him the sauce right now, man. I'm going to give him the sauce. So look, this is what you got to do. Wherever you from, you have to reach out to publications, uh, no matter how big or small. You have to go on the website of the festival or concert and apply under media through your publication because they're going to ask you what publication you're shooting for. Um, it's not 100% that you're going to get hired or not, but this is how it's done the the, the traditional way. Um, you have to have a portfolio to show. Um, and or you can just sneak in with your camera that's another one buy a regular ticket and and just be in a wave of just people like good luck good luck or just be there super early and stand in the front and get crushed by everybody yo there's there's people out there killing it like that um but and then the third really? way is yeah my um sean I, I, I'm not sure what his user, I can't remember his username, but I know that he went all his, um, most of his beginning photography work was from the audience and his work is amazing. Um, wow. Raptographer has done it plenty of times. Crispy has yep. done it plenty of times. Know, AP has done it plenty of times. I, me personally, I'm not doing that. Um, and then the third way <laughs> is on the festival, you reach out to the to the people who are opening, the early, the people who go on early, the artists that go on early, you reach out to them, DM them, mm. be like, yo, I can mm. I can do this for you. 
Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna give you your photos. Make sure you bring your laptop or whatever. Like, yo, I'll give you your photos right after you set, you know, or whatever. You can do that as well. That has worked for many people. So you go on the site with the publication, or you sneak in, or you just reach out to to the smaller artists, and and that's how you'll get in. I feel like wow, that's how you that's get some- in. That's some good shit right there. That's that's uh, I think that's gonna help. That's a lot basically how it is. That's that's basically yeah. how it is. So I wish and y'all that, luck. If 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 they if anybody gets in or gets the opportunity with this, tag me, hit me. I would definitely have liked uh, to know that my information has helped anybody out there. For real, do it, guys. Take take advantage. He's he's inviting you. Do it. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of festivals coming up too. So. Yeah, because now we're we're getting going here. Twenty twenty two, right? Or is it or is it going down this year? No, I think twenty twenty two. I could have sworn. I'm not sure, but I see a lot of festivals being posted. So if they're posted, well, that means that the media should be starting. Right. Well, when's Rolling Loud coming up next? Isn't that twenty twenty two? I don't even know, bro. I don't know nothing about rolling loud. <laughs> you don't give a shit anymore. You're done. Um, all right. Well, let's let's talk about this because I, I, you know, I remember as it was happening, just watching from you know online and shit, and I was like, "What well, was fucking just crazy mad?" So, so you're there. You're you're there for for everybody trying to work. With, are you working with certain? um artists and things or are you just trying oh, to nah, what, was, what's when I what was is your rolling, objective my objective is to just make some legendary content for myself you feel me just that's cool. my that's the main goal um you you meant to ask like what was i doing at, at that festival in 2018 yeah. who was i working yeah. for i was on yeah. the media if team because because I, I applied i got accepted um it was um i flew out there on my own dollar i had to pay my flight um stay food you know um it was no Mm -hmm. pay um i never got i don't think i've ever gotten paid to shoot live music actually um Mm. yeah i don't think i've ever gotten a dollar to shoot live music it definitely have gotten me a lot of work but yeah you don't get paid for it well not me um, so yeah, unless you're that a happened. touring photographer, right? Unless you're a touring photographer, and even then, they might holler at you for like five hundred dollars a month. That's something crazy like that, you know? Jeez. Yikes! Come on, man! Come on, man! I've never been Yikes. on tour. I got offered to go on tour with even Nipsey, and I, I, I couldn't. You know, like too, too low. It, it was just, just too it, it was just like it was just like yo come on tour and i'm like um uh, all right how much and it was like never spoken about again <laughs> i'm like all right <laughs> i was just supposed to say yeah oh man so, like, you know but um but like i said for a, a 16 17 18 year old bro like no family no responsibilities hell mm. yeah you could go break through that fucking door and use every opportunity as a stepping stone. You feel me? It's just the circumstances. But for me, I I, I just couldn't do it. Um, but yeah, that's that that was that that was how who I was working for. I was on the media team. Um, I had to pay to go there. 
Um, and yeah. And you want to just, I could just keep going. Just chronologically. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm trying not to cut you off. I'm just trying to get I'm tr- I'm trying to give you the platform, give you oh, right. freedom. So yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm there. Uh on my own dollar. Um X wasn't supposed to be there. Um and then I heard his music. I just finished dancing on stage with JB Blockboy in front of thousands <laughs> of people. So I'm walking <laughs> to the ski mask set, right? I'm I'm about to shoot ski mask. And I hear X's, uh, look at me. I'm like, yo, why is everybody going so crazy right now? And I'm like, oh, shit. X is here. Like, he was on house arrest. Like, there was mm-hmm. rumors that he was, like, allowed to, to go to Rolling Loud from by whoever. But I started speed walking. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm a big fan. I, I was a big fan, still a big fan of his music. Um... So I'm speed walking. I got the 70 to 200. I got a Canon Mark IV. Yep. You know me? That's, that's all you need. And I'm over here. I'm just shooting. And then I edit the photos. And I posted it. Out of all the photos, I chose this one photo because I was listening to his album. And I felt like that one photo spoke to me the most out of all the photos because everybody always asks me like, yo, what was the, what's different between this photo and the rest of your photos? And I'm like, nothing is different. This is, mm-hmm. you feel me? Like all my work speaks to me a certain way. And that's what I choose to, to show others. There's some that I keep in the tuck just in case, but how I, how I choose my photos, how I chose that photo is the same way I chose all my other photos. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I posted it. And then I just started, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I was in my, I don't know, I think I was in the crib. And then I just started, I logged on again and I'm looking at the notifications. I'm like, holy shit, what's going on? And then I see people like, yo, X commented on your photo. X posted your photo. X liked your photo. And I'm like, what? And I'm trying to find it because it was different back then, the notifications. I finally click on the uh, thing. And I see he posted my photo. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then I see the comment, and he's like, amazing photo. Thank you. Um, so then he's DMing me, and he's, he's saying, like, but we were doing, like, the video. He was sending me, like, video DMs, you know, those. And um, he was like, yo, this is hard. Thanks or whatever. And I'm, I'm sending him a video. We're sending videos back uh, to one another. And then um, I'm just like, I didn't ask him for the credit because that's not something I think I shouldn't have to ask for. If it wasn't given, I'm not going to cry about it. The way I saw it was I'm not going to ask X for credit. I am the fucking goat. We will get to work together when I'm a bigger photographer. You feel me? Um, Obviously, that didn't get to happen because he passed away. And then that shit, the news happened, and I'm, like, heartbroken. And then I get emails from uh, labels, brands, um, managers um, about purchasing this photo 
And I was like, holy shit, this is my fucking time. Let's go. <laughs> I'm a legend. I will be a legend. I'm about to start shooting everybody. Everybody. They're about to use my shit for everything. Phone cases, billboards, t-shirts, album cover, tattoos. And I'm over here like, all right, I'm lit. So then I, I, they emailed me and I was like, hey, we wanted your permission to use the photo because it's on a deadline and we have to work really quick. Would you give us permission to use this photo and then speak about compensation later? And I was like, fuck no. I would like to speak about compensation now. Um, so they we get on a conversation, right? And I'm like, yo, I'm about to really take my parents out the hood. Like, I'm about, my daughter about to have her own room now, you know? Like, so I, I pick up this phone call. And he was like, yeah, we want to license this photo for uh, two years. It was three photos, actually. Not even the just the photo he posted, right? It was three photos in total. They wanted to license these photos. And I'm like... I spoke to a couple of the homies that already are, are, are super established, legend photography. Uh, one, one which was Ricky Powell's Apprentice, um, mm. which is Steve Sweatpants. Um, I spoke yep. to Visuals by Pierre. Like, you know, Vogue, New York yep. Times, whatever you want to call it. Licensing is big money, especially with, with mm. what they were planning to do with my photo. So I'm like, yo, okay. So I'm talking on the phone. And then he told me the price. And I was, yo, my heart, like, I got a knot. You know when you get that knot in your, like, your throat, stomach area? I was like, yeah, fuck, I do. he told me $2,500, bro. To use <laughs> three God. of these photos for two years. I told him, I was like, yo, I just got paid 10 bands from adidas to take 10 pictures of a pair of sneakers that was used for marketing only i mean not even marketing for advertising only and so impressed for 10 like i got paid 10 bands for 10 photos that weren't even used for merchandising billboards none of that shit just social media and press and a whole bunch of other shit i'm like yo like y'all wilding like i'm not doing that that seems very low and I was so naive thinking that if I was transparent over the phone, that it was I was going to be treated with respect and, and fairly. But they definitely mm. used that against me, thinking that I didn't know what this shit costs for. And I'm mm. like, yo, you bugging, bro. You got to give me like 50 bands. No, nah, I'm lying. I didn't tell him that. But I was like, yo, you, um, I'm not doing that. Um, like my homies, like I shoot, I shoot commercial photography um, all the time. I license my photos a bunch of times already. This is super low. Um, how much mm. y'all paid Ricky Powell for for his photos? How how much y'all paid Chimoto for for his photos? He was like, "Well, we paid him five thousand dollars for a year." I'm like, "Yo, y'all lying in my head." I'm like, "Yo, y'all lying because I actually like, I got the source. Like, what do you mean, like?" So, and I'm like, and then they were promising me like future work. I'm um, just a whole bunch of shit or whatever. And I'm like, all right. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that still. And then they came, I was like, all right, let me um, 
talk to my team and let me see what we could do to 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 help you out or whatever. They came back with five bands. I was like, bro, I'm not doing this. And then they were like, they were like, I right. and I'm and then they brought it up to ten bands. So I'm like, I right, if I do this, then how will I get like will I get more work? Because I'm like, yo, fuck it, it's just a photo. I'll give up the licensing, 10 bands or whatever, but knowing that I'm going to get for two more years? work for two years, three photos. Mm. But in my head, I'm like, ah, oh, man, like I did this with no expectation. I have to have some type of artistic integrity and I just be like, yo, there's a, a money grab. You feel me? So I'm like, I'm going to just continue working. They said they're going to hook me up with more work. I'm going a, I'm to a just blow people's minds every single time I take a photo and just be more established, I guess, and just work for it and yeah. then they were like well actually we can't promise you future work um yeah we understand that ricky powell and and, and your friends sell photos but who are you like he literally told me this over the phone like you're nobody you feel mm. me so i'm like yeah I, I wanted to stay i wish I, I i wasn't the nice guy that just let everybody i would have been like you're bugging the fuck out i'm the fucking go and just banged it on him just hanged up but that i didn't i was like all right <laughs> sure um i'm sorry i can't do it. i was just so like if i could go back in time i definitely would have some type of representation uh to speak for me because there was another photographer that did his last in-home session and he had no problem uh with with his ordeal um, I mean, I mm. heard he got some problems now because they overextended the licensing. They kept using the photos, and I was like, I'm, I'm "Yeah, sick. you know what I'm saying?" But um, yeah, he, we spoke, we called each other, and he is a fucking legend. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna say no names, but he was like, "Yeah, they're bugging. They're trying to give me ten bands, fifteen bands." And they were like, that's dumb low. And I'm like, yo, I know, right? They wild. He's like, yeah, bro, they don't do it, bro. We got to stick it to, we got to make sure we're on the same page. Because this is what we, we freelancers do. If we don't know something, we're going to call somebody in the community that knows what they're talking yep. about. And most of the time, they're going to help you because they went through something similar and they don't want, like, it's it's like you fucking up the game right now. Like if somebody's over here charging five hundred dollars for shoots when you know your rate is like five thousand dollars, like the person that's is charging five hundred dollars is fucking up the game. So we gotta go talk to him, you know, and be like, yo, bro, like you taking everybody's work, you know, you're undervaluing yourself. So yeah, that's the kind of conversation we had. He hooked me up with an agent, um, but they were just calling the like just so many different people were calling me like managers mm -hmm. family members um labels brands people infringing my work i had to hire a lawyer and tell the labels and everybody like you can no longer contact me speak to my lawyer and then as that was happening um my agent was trying to like brokers this deal they came it came down to twenty five thousand dollars for for two images for two years we were trying to do it for one year like twenty five thousand for one year for two images i still felt like shit because it, it that's not what it, it was worth but i was like fuck it let me take this view i still own the photos or whatever and then when that happened i got a call from somebody 
threatening me and and uh, saying they're going to blacklist me. Just a whole bunch of other wow. shit if I don't give them the photo. And I was like, I'm not giving you this photo. I'm sorry. I have this. You want me to sell you this image for $50,000, right? Because that's the price that they threw on the table. Like, yo, what you want? 50, 100? And I'm like, damn, I don't, I need to talk to my agent right now. She'll contact you back. Like, I'm not, I don't feel comfortable giving a price right now. Like, and then they were like, and I'm like, yo, it's like, this is, this just happened. I'm, you know, like, I'm talking to some people that were close to us and it's like, I don't really feel comfortable with putting a price on somebody, speaking to somebody that's connected to him. Like, I don't know. I just felt like I don't, I don't want to talk to you about that because that sucks. And they were like, oh, it is what it is. He's dead already. Like, and I'm just like, yo, what kind of people am I talking to right now? Like, what? And then they, it, it was like, I don't know why I couldn't hang up because I was just so like, I don't know. I'm, I just couldn't hang up. I just didn't want to be rude. Or, but mm. even though they were being rude to me the whole time, like, so I'm like, whatever. Um, I'm like, yo, they're offering me 25000 a year. I still own this photo. You're telling me you think it's okay for me to sell you this image for 50 bands. I no longer own this photo. Is like, would you do that? And they were like, oh, I don't give a fuck. That's my photo blah 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 whatever like give me the photo and i'm like yeah i'm like all right yeah i'll, I'll give you the photo all right email me whatever and then i that's what i had to do to get them like off off the line right so then i'm feeling like shit i'm about to do this i'm about to give them the actual photo for 50 bands and it's like i, I was gonna i'm feeling like shit and then the next morning, I'm taking my daughter. I'm I'm about to take my daughter to school. We're waiting in the lobby of of my my crib, waiting for our Uber because it was raining. Right? It was fucking pouring. And then the Uber took so long. I'm on I'm on Twitter right now. My daughter's right here. I'm on Twitter and I'm looking right, and I see a person of high social status talking shit subliminally about me, saying. There's a photographer exploiting, um, boom, boom, boom. Um, they want this. Would you ever work with somebody? Um, he knows better, though. If he doesn't agree to this, we're going to air him out. And I saw that shit, and I'm feeling like shit already agreeing to these people, having them talk to me the certain way that they're talking to me, being blacklisted from these festivals already. Like, I, can't, I haven't even been able to go to another festival because of this shit, because I wanted to actually sell my photo that I took at a festival I didn't get paid for and nobody's on my side even though like I didn't get compensated to, for the work in the first place so it's like so as this is happening I was like oh nah so when I see this tweet I the sun came out right as I'm waiting mm -hmm. for the uber the sun came out and I go on the Uber app and I press cancel. For some reason, I took that cancel as a sign to tell them I'm not doing it. I don't know why. Mm. I'm with my daughter. I'm looking at my situation. 
And I'm like, yo, fuck, is this going to be like a Windows XP situation when the dude sold it for 100 bands? But if he would have kept royalty or some shit, he would have been lit for the rest of his life because they used that <laughs> image, you know? Like, it's like, yeah. yeah, I'm not doing it, bro. So that happens or whatever. And then it was just, so then I go, my agent goes back to the label that we were about to do a $25,000 deal. And then they go back to us and said like, yo, um, we're not doing that anymore or whatever. So then I got, I got nothing from no, from anybody. Um, the, the photo then got infringed three times. It was in the album, um, a, a vinyl booklet that came. It was um, sold as a, as a, as a piece of art that was recreated by somebody else um mm -hmm. and i didn't get nothing for it um they they knew that they weren't supposed to to use my images because they knew they didn't own it so it was like willfully so i i'm like i i went through like three different lawyers um one lawyer i didn't really like him that much because he didn't really know what he was doing and he was charging me every he was using my retainer money to educate himself on the copyright uh, topic. And I'm mm. like, bro, you're supposed to know this. How are you using my retainer time for you to sharpen up on on your shit? So I dubbed him or whatever. Um, he's a piece, <laughs> yeah, he, he's trash. He, I'm on his website too. Like I'm about to send him a fucking, you better take that shit down. He says, he oh, got yeah, some shit like, he, shit. you know, like I'm a client of his or some shit. And then there's a, another lawyer was in Atlanta um, trying to represent me. They sent out a settlement letter, but since they the, um, they wanted to go to court because so she couldn't represent me because she was from Atlanta and not from New York. So then I just like kind of gave up on the whole thing. As the whole shit was happening, I was on the gig with my boxing homie. Actually, I was in um in in Houston. And I'm sitting at the table, at the dinner table, and I'm thinking about all these people fucking calling me, harassing me, trying to get this photo. Um, me, like, thinking I'm about to move out the hood. And just so many different emotions, right? Me being, like, treated like shit in this industry. All my homies being treated shit, like, in, in this industry. Not being respected. Just a whole bunch of shit that was happening, like... I was like, yo, what the fuck? That while, while I was on this dinner table, bro, I had an anxiety attack and passed out. Like, oh I pa like, I passed out while I was with a client, bro. So it's like, I was so embarrassed. I'm in, I'm in a fancy-ass restaurant and I wake up on the floor and I'm looking all around and, and with my client there, but me and him are, were boys first. You feel me? So it wasn't as bad, but I'm just like, after that, it created like a kind of, um, I don't know. It took me two years to get over that kind of anxiety. Cause after I woke up on the floor, I had this like, like weight on my chest for like two years. I instantly, from that moment, I stopped smoking and drinking two years straight because it was something that I didn't want to, cause I was diagnosed with anxiety in high school and I went through something similar, but like boxing and a lot of shit helped me out and having a social worker and shit. Cause like I was completely different before when I wasn't in photography. So 
and I don't have time to box and do shit because I have to create income for my family, you know? So it's like, fuck. It just created a whole, like, chain of events that I couldn't leave my... Every time I left my house, I would feel like that time at the dinner table I was going to pass out. So I'm I'm telling you this because with the NFT sale, I donated 15% to a nonprofit that helps with digital well-being, mental health issues, because this is something real to me, you feel me? And, and, and I wanted to give back and know that, like I said, like people can identify themselves with what I go through or, or, or get inspired because when I had this anxiety and this, these panic attacks, I felt hopeless. And I know there's others that might feel hopeless. So I want to, you can use my story like, like, and, and use it as inspiration and, and keep trying because that's all I could have done every day. Like sometimes I, I made it to the park to do my workout. And then there were some days that I couldn't make it down the corner of my block and I had to come back inside, but I kept trying um, there was like tips that I've seen online about anxiety and just breathing exercises, and meditation and shit like that, that really helped me out and, and get over my anxiety. Like I still go through it, but I kind of know how to control it now. Um, and, and yeah, I kind of know how to control it now. So, um, basically what I was going to say, but. I feel like everything happens for a reason because then while I was going through that, um, I, I I started my production company. I started hiring my homies. I started figuring out ways of how I can make money. Remember, like, I don't want to be 50 years old and working for somebody on shoot. So I did that early on because yep. of my anxiety and the panic attacks that I was getting. I was hiring my homies. I was making sure they got their rate. I was telling them what their rate was. Like I was, I mean, asking them and, and, and producing it for them so they didn't have to deal with anything. Um, even then, some some of us definitely still got paid net 90, net 120. But, you know, everybody, they, they got their, their fair share. Um, I, I learned a lot. Um, I put my homies in situations and opportunities that they took advantage of because, you know, they, they learned from me. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just the whole shit. I just like didn't think about the photo anymore. Everybody would come to me like, damn, bro, if X would have tagged you, you would have been up. And I'm like, word. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yo, you a legend because of this photo. And I'm like, I'm over here in the crib and I'm like, in the hood. I'm like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know, it's like, I'm like, damn, word. All right. <laughs> But it's like, you know, it's just, <laughs> bro, it's real shit, bro. You, you know, like, this is real shit, bro. Like, but I just hate seeing other people get taken advantage of. I couldn't allow myself to get taken advantage of to then know that I participated in help, helping these motherfuckers to take advantage of it. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't live with myself just like, being a part of the shit that I do not like, especially like it happening to my family. So I was like, I just took that L basically, you feel me? But it wasn't an L, it was a lesson. Fast forward three years later, 
NFTs. Mm-hmm. I did yep. not know shit about NFTs, but because of the community that I've I've been a part of, it was easy to understand. Chris, one of my best friends, raptographer, he partnered up mm-hmm. with uh with 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 like a, a platform, an NFT platform that represents photographers and and and, and um block party, right? photo- uh-huh. they uh, they represent photographers for a long time. They know what we go through. They heard my story because Chris knew my story because he was there with me the whole time from when I shot the photo. Mm-hmm. And I would just talk to him every day. Like, and he was one of the people that would always call because I wasn't partying anymore. I wasn't coming out anymore. I wasn't hanging out anymore because I couldn't. And and then I, I started realizing like, yo, a lot of these people only fuck with you because of social media. Like they don't really love me. And I wanted to bring that like real person interaction shit back to like, I like it's important, you know, like, like I, like now when my friends call me, like before I hang up, I tell them I love them because I really do because they help me out so much. Like my real friends, you feel me? So that's why I'm like, I don't really like talking on social media a lot to people that I never met because I don't know who you are, what you're like. Um, mm-hmm. I really love human interactions because I, I'm very big off energy. I always say this is bigger than photos. It's who you are as a person, what you do, what's your purpose, what inspires you, what do you want to change in the world? And, um, but yeah, like he was there, he presented the, the, the story to them. They loved it. And it just, it just made sense when I started doing my research on NFTs and how, and how photographers can just, do whatever the fuck they want with their images. Um, it's a very strong new community where uh, it's a whole bunch of support. Um, it's like it's like me and my homies in New York. I feel like we have the strongest community when it comes to creative. But I feel like NFTs, you can have that relationship in the metaverse. You would say like in in online. You know what I'm saying? And that's what me and everybody else is providing this support. Um, everybody, there's a lot of people invested in NFTs, um, a lot of artists, especially the graphic designers too. Like this, not only photography, mm-hmm. like there's people behind the shit that gets sold. So many people getting taken advantage of. We've all been taken advantage of. So this is why NFT was perfect for, for this release because I get to do what I want. I'm in control. Um, I could put the price on this shit. I fucking could donate to to a cause that that's so important to me, um, and and just help the community with my narrative, my story, and and just use it to help others. Type shit. I really I find it so hard to help myself if I can't help others, and that's a downfall. Mm-hmm. But for this NFT, I guess it it, it wasn't because. I'm I'm standing up for all of us type shit. You feel me? Yeah. And the feedback I got was was amazing. It gave me a lot of confidence in me and my story. Like I really I really don't I really never told anybody about my anxiety and how bad of a level it was. But I don't give a fuck. That's that's who I, I am and I had to deal with and I feel like I can use my myself and my story and what I've been through to help others with 
photography, life, mental health, whatever the fuck it is. You know? So Yeah, man. That's what happened. That is that is a fucking insane story. Um crazy. And I know and yeah, I think I think it needs to be talked about a lot more. I think obviously your story is incredibly unique, but I think a lot of other people are facing semi-similar things or at least having those panic attacks and dealing with anxiety from their work environment and, and just, you know, all this shit that happens either in the music industry or another industry. And I think, um, um, you know, it's, it's definitely starting to get talked about more and more, um, but still not enough. And I think yeah. you're like the perfect candidate to continue spreading this message. Cause the story, I mean, you can't, you can't really write this shit. It's just, it's just so crazy. Um, you can't make it I up. Feel like you like- should, no, I feel like you should be doing like seminars and workshops and shit. I mean, I, I, I definitely would, would love to do that. That's definitely something that I'm planning to do. Um, it's, 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 it's in the work a little bit. Um, just trying to do it the right way and to really just make it about helping others and, and people like myself first, you know, a lot, a lot of people forget that photography is an art form and, and people also forget that an art form, an art form is like a, a self expression of who you are. And it's like, how am I going to express myself? in an environment that's like traumatic and 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 like 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 this like how am i gonna how is something that i'm supposed to express myself for me to feel better and let these emotions out is also the cause of these emotions so it's like Mm. i'm trying to like break that somehow with my story or help it being talked about like you said like the seminars and the workshops and shit like you feel me, man? Like this is this is important. This is the future of social media. Like all this information that we're intaking is just becoming more and more and more. And it's like it's good, but is is yin and yang, bro? Like we gotta really learn how to intake this shit and how to balance it. And 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 this is who we are as people. Like the, the art that we make is is me, bro. Like somebody told me uh, yesterday, they DM which photo represents you the best. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, every single photo is me. They all represent yeah. me. You know, like just because my ex photo did this or whatever, like all my photos like mean that much to me, you know? But yeah, I'm mm-hmm. blessed to use my art to talk about real shit. You feel me? That's what yeah. that's what got that's what got me the most hype about this shit. Not the not the money. The money is still sitting in my Ethereum. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not even touching. Letting like, it grow, I'm baby. Still, I'm still in the hood. It's a big picture. Like, this, this is a, a big, big picture that I'm trying to paint for everybody because everybody is a part of this big picture. They just, mm. they might not know it. Some of them know it. Like, the people in New York, my community, we know it. But there's a lot that really don't understand. You feel me? And that's what I'm trying to promote. I'm trying to promote love i'm trying to promote being healthy mentally spiritually physically mm-hmm. just you know i'm trying to leave like we're trying to leave this place better than when we found it if not then what you know like why are we here you know like it's 
it's it's a lot. It's, it's, it's layers, man. It's an onion, you know. We just it's a lettuce a lettuce uh, patch, basically. <laughs> uh, totally, you know. Just, I mean, and I I know that this is probably not what you were thinking as it was happening because you were like, "Fuck this," you know. This kind of sucks right now, but you know, as you go through all these different um, struggles and you know, hardships and shortcomings and you're getting fucking physically, like not physically, but emotionally beaten the fuck up. Spiritually, you know, yo. and spiritually. Yeah. Even more so. I mean, it just gives you more to, it gives you more tools and resources to help other people because you're just, you're getting impacted by all these things in a, you know, kind of in a negative light, life. but you're persevering and now you get to share this story and, and help other people. And, you know, it's, um, it becomes a part of, of who you are and knowing you and, and being such a strong support for other people is, is huge. I mean, so many people just want to kind of like keep everything to themselves and just kind of hold on because to it it's, tight. It's, if they're it's even considered weak for men. It is. It's, it's yeah. considered being weak because that's how I felt. And like, nobody wants to be looked at as weak. Like, you know, it's like, but that's just being who you are. Like, it, it's okay to be or to feel or whatever. Like, that's just who we are. And a lot of people have to, you know, I feel like the more we become comfortable with becoming who we are, the better your life is going to be because you don't have to try to fit these, your body into these certain shapes that you're weren't meant for. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's kind of the problem. I mean, there's so many positives with social media, but then that's also the negative side too, of like, especially Instagram, because, you know, someone who doesn't know you, can look at what's going on and be like, dude, you're killing it. Just like you said, and yet you're falling to the floor, freaking out, having a panic attack because you're having to deal with all these legal issues and you're getting bombarded by, you know, these high level people telling you that, you know, you're the worst thing to happen to X or, you know, whatever the fuck they said, some bullshit, um, is fucking crazy. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's just there's a lot more to it than than you know what you're putting out there on the internet. And is you know if we can continue just putting out the real stuff like you just did on this podcast, I mean, yeah, it's gonna help and it's gonna make people feel more comfortable to to share their story and continue spreading it. You know, so I think you need to continue talking about it, even if it's I definitely, I definitely. I know it, it, it definitely was difficult, especially like myself, not really just neglecting even speaking, you know, like I, I, and speaking in front of strangers, interviews, and then, but just after I got, I got it out of my chest and seeing how others reacted to it and how much it helped others, there is no, like I don't give a fuck. Like this is who I am. I'm. I it gave me so much confidence to continue to tell my story. Uh, I believe it can help others. I wanted to help others, um, and I'm just excited to continue to help everybody. And I think you are. I think it's. I think it's incredible and, and noble. And um, you know, 
people can judge a book by its cover and say that, you know, photographers or people that, you know, do certain things aren't open and have feelings, but you know, we can cry, men, men can cry. We, we have shitty fucking days, you know? So bro, I cry a lot. That's what it's all because about. I cry. A that's lot, a good bro. thing. Hey man, I cry a lot. <laughs> it's, it's all right to cry, man. It's all good. Uh, I honestly, I could cry. I should, I should probably cry a little bit more. Um, <laughs> what, <laughs> what, um, do you think, it's the music industry that's so fucked up or is it every industry when it comes to some of these things? Is it, is it artists? Is it their media team? Like why? Definitely not the artists because they're also getting fucked. You feel me? That's right. Like, yeah, I'm over here. If I'm an artist, I, cause I, I gotta play both sides cause it's not just my life. Like my life is not more important than the next man's life. You feel me? Like, so, like, if I'm an artist and I'm over here, like, because I've dealt with a lot of artists and they go through shit, like, the, the label would change their album and, and put somebody they don't want on their album or that they don't even like on their album and, 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 just, and just schedule them to do shit that they don't want to do and then use the paperwork as an example, you know, like, yo, we're fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, as a threat, like, they're fucking in a cage. They think they're free and they're not. And then once they realize it, it's like, I'm over here dealing with this shit. I'm not worried about tagging you, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they probably sure. been through the same shit we go through. So it's like, it's not really the artist's fault. It's really just this whole industry is just very um, antique. You know what I'm saying? It's very mm. archaic. So mm-hmm. it's it's about to change though. Definitely. Everything's about to change. So is as, yeah, as, as artists are going solo, right? Yeah, like we're all like all all mediums of art right now, and like this is the the perfect time I feel like to be an artist when technology meets art. You feel me? Like mm-hmm with the technology we're able to take control of what we do with that with our work and how it's used but then there's yeah. other people it's re- like i said it's, it's, it's really about who you are as a person because if you know you're lacking in skill and you want to be in this industry you might sign that contract because you want mm. the fast way you feel me mm. so it's, it's really like people just you know, there's there's a lot of people that that like skipping steps, or or just don't like working hard, or or or, or people that just see it as as an opportunity and don't really think about how it can affect them or others. Like it's just so it's tough, man. I I really I really try. I really don't judge others by their decisions because i know that they everybody because what i went through you're not going nobody knows what i went through bro like you know what i'm saying just because of a dumb industry that i'm in you know like just because of my job like it's so dumb right like it seems so dumb like oh because i wasn't people think like oh now crediting wow you fucking begging (laughs) for credit like no 
I'm taking my credit. I'm crediting my fucking self with NFT. Like, I don't need. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if this person has two followers or two million followers. I'm gonna treat my art the same way, regardless. There's people yeah. that only chase yeah. big artists or or people that only like working with big artists because they think it's going to help them skip the certain steps or get eyes on them. Like I understand it. So it. A lot of the times it helps, but you know, like your foundation might probably be weak. Not that I wish it for it to be weak. You know, I feel I, I want everybody to, to be very fruitful in their endeavors, but you know, it's just, just mm-hmm. I'm here to just tell, I play both sides of everything, you know? Because I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I thought the name now crediting. I thought that was brilliant. I loved it. it it's not it's because it's not only because of me. I definitely want other people that have been through some type of shit to come highlight at me and be a part of the now crediting movement. It's now crediting Amos. It could be now crediting Zach Kravitz, now crediting whoever. But mm-hmm. it, it's, it's everybody, you know? It's all yeah, of us. I love it. it represents everybody. I love it. Who whose idea was it to turn the photo into an NFT? Was that Chris? Um, or was that you? I feel like it was everybody. I knew what I had. I knew what was doing well in the market. So it's like, you know, it was definitely me. It was definitely Chris. It was definitely the homies that just wanted to see me succeed and finally stick a finger to everybody that did me dirty, you know? So, yeah. How, how important was it to have the community behind you with this NFT launch? I mean, I mean, there's so many people in your corner, just, just even seeing like the amount of tags that you got and the celebration. I mean, I know Bro, uh, New York was it, going pretty crazy. It was, it was, it's, 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 I don't, I wouldn't say it's, I mean, it is important, I guess, but it's, it's really just a blessing to be a part of the community. But I feel like it's because of who, like what I gave to the community, what I give to the community, what I continue to give to the community. You feel me? Like it gave, mm-hmm. it gave it back. You feel me? It reciprocated you know so yep that's what it was like i'm 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 super grateful i'm blessed i'm honored like as fuck you feel me like it's i appreciate everybody i feel like i owe everybody it's been killing me because i know with nft with the nft i can use this shit to give everybody certain incentives that 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 if they participate, they can get rewarded in some type of way. So it's been killing me for my next NFTs to just really bring, make it a part of, of, of everybody. It's so, cause you know, I want to help everybody. I can't, it's, it's just so hard to help myself without helping somebody else. So Yeah. It, it comes full circle and, you know, knowing you and being around you, I mean, it's clear why, you do have the support that you have and and you've gotten to where you are today because of how much you're able to give. And, um, you know, so many people are just not, I don't know what it is. They're just not They're Maybe they're just so they just care about looking out for themselves or I don't know what, but, um, I would definitely, you know, every- I definitely 
recommend looking out for yourself. You know, like for me sure, look at, for me sure. not looking out for myself as you know, it, it sucks because you know you give and then you don't get back a lot it, until like you you never know when you get it back or if you get it back. But it's just I yeah. just I just that's just who I am type shit. I'm trying to work on it. I've been trying to work on it. Um, I've gotten a lot better, you know, but it's, uh, it's just, I, I gotta, I accept it, you know, I fuck it. Like at the end of the day, I'm chasing a bag to help my family, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to chase this bag and neglect what's here already. So it's like, I, I, a lot of people chase success and all this shit, but it's like, you're not really promised that what I feel like. I can control and I can promise in this world that we only live once is the energy that I give out and how I impact others and to just, and how that can be because love is contagious. You know what I'm saying? Like support is contagious. Inspiration is contagious. And, and that is something I can control. You feel me? Like the way I, I I connect with others is something that I can give, you know, like that is Mm -hmm. what I can control. So, I'm just focused on what I have in front of me, who I have in front of me, um, trying to give a hundred percent good energy and just that's, that's what I could give, bro. You know what I'm saying? I can't, mm-hmm. I'm not, nobody's promised shit. This is my circumstances mm-hmm. and I'm going to make the best out of it. And, and this is the best. You feel me? So Yeah. I love it. How did, how did it feel when you got that bid for $125,000 for that photo. I was like, yo, fuck, like people listening, people care about my, my, my story, you know, people care about my art, people care about this shit. So it's like, I got to talk about it. You feel mm-hmm. me? It, it put the stamp on it. Like, yo, cause you know, we all like, is it the ego thing? Like I never really talked about my story because who gives a fuck? Everybody goes through some shit. Like you feel mm-hmm. me? Like who, who, like literally who, like uh, who gives a fuck? Like the next person over here might not have all their fucking limbs and I'm over here crying. Cause I'm, you know, like, so I kept it inside, you know what I'm saying? Like, but, but when I got that bit, it's like, nah, there's people that actually support this. And, and and want to make a change and and believe in this. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm gonna use that to to just gain the confidence to keep talking about it, and hopefully yeah. it, it changes somebody's lives for the better, or just to give them hope. When I was hopeless, you feel me? Like this shit is mm-hmm. a fucking black hole, bro. It's hard to get out. Yeah. Of. I think I, I think everyone's story has impact because, you know, there's just so many different unique experiences that, you know, something that you did along the way just connects with that one one person or those three people that maybe another person, maybe they wouldn't have gotten that from another person's story, even though that person's story was like harder or whatever. You know, that, that was always a problem with me. Like, I, I didn't want to talk about anything because, you know, I, I didn't have any real struggle as, you know, as a kid. And, you know, I had a great childhood. I was like, like, who cares? I'm, you know, a white kid from the Midwest. Like, you know, I, I don't have any struggle. I, I got nothing to give. And there's probably um, a lot of know. white kids in the Midwest, though. 
<laughs> yeah, there is, dude. There is. Um, but I mean, you know, regardless of Midwest, white, brown, whatever, um, you know, you got to share your story because there are those u- little unique experiences that, you know, everyone has different perspectives and it's important to, to share those perspectives because you're going to, you're, you're going to change that person's perspective with something that you might've said. So, um, I think it's hundred percent. That's what I said about the energy. Like that's something that we could control. You feel me? The way you impact somebody that helps mm-hmm. them out. You could control that, you know, like every interaction yeah. that you have with somebody, just, you never know what somebody's going to take from that experience from meeting you and, and it, it helping them out. And that's a good fucking mm-hmm. feeling, yo. Like just totally somebody hitting you up and be like, yo, bro, because I'm sure there's tons of people you change their lives just from your course, bro. Mm-hmm. I get people, I see people all the time that have joined your course and they're fucking killing it, bro. Moving from their hometown, becoming like, yo, so it's, you, you, you helping a lot of people as well. So I know that should make you feel oh, good. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. It's definitely more than, you know, just getting a, it's better to see something face to face. I mean, even semi virtual like this and, and seeing that impact. And I know, you know, you've probably experienced that even just face to face stuff is, is really, you know, that's, that's when it becomes real is when, you know, someone comes up to you and like actually tells you like, Hey, you know, you impacted me in this way. Um, definitely inspires you to, to continue spreading that message and, and, and keep going with it. Um, I, I do, I do have a couple more questions for you about NFTs and, you know, how do you think NFTs are, are changing the game for the future for photographers? Is this something that, you know, photographers should really look into like should they get into it should they start researching how how are nfts you know i definitely i definitely think photographers graphic designers any type of art should be looking into nfts even uh if you play video games you should definitely look into nfts um it's changing the it's it's changing creators are also becoming it's important for for their ownership you feel me it's it's um mm-hmm. like the whole nft with the xxx tentacion that i sold i still own 15 percent of this nft when it gets resold i will get money forever because of the non-fungible token that's in the blockchain, you feel me? Like I will mm. forever get money with this as an NFT. The actual photo, I still own. Oh, really? If I want to throw a gallery or put it in a book. I can still do that. Wow! I did not know that. So it's just that's huge. And there's just. So many, like NFT, anybody, you don't even have to be a creative to know about NFT or to, or, or, or to want to do research. If, even if you play video games, you should get into NFTs because the way it's used, it's still not even being used to its full potential. Like imagine uh, 
and somebody might take this idea, but imagine like if we're like in an art exhibition or whatever, right? But we make an amusement park, right? So you have to take a roller coaster that leads you somewhere else for you to see the next piece from your fucking NFT. And this is going to be a holographic fucking, you know, it's like a mm. holy shit. And it like, it's like a tour of the exhibition, you know, like it's going to make it or, or if you want to give incentives out to people who's like, yo, the first 20 people that go here right now will get this NFT. This NFT you'll be able to resell in the blockchain for this amount of money because of the kind of artists that put that NFT out. Or um, that's, so one of my NFTs I've been thinking about is like, I want to go to DR because that's where my family's from, Dominican Republic, and yeah. take photos of a certain community that's around this art institute that I've met through talking about NFTs and being from the Dominican Republic and mm -hmm. selling the, those images as NFTs and the profits being used to purchase those children in that art institute cameras. Mm. You know, that's just... Wow. It's, it's, it's just, uh, it's like, okay, so it's like Banksy when he put a pile of rocks around my neighborhood in City Field, right? Yep. These Dominican guys fucking saw this shit two o'clock in the morning, took, stole the rocks from wherever Banksy took it and sold it for a quarter million dollars. Like, you just, you wow. just, you just gave some random people some, like, Banksy just gave some random people some money, basically. He just helped somebody's life out. Wow. Um, or it's like when he, when he put up those balloons and they mm -hmm. stole those balloons, those people, he just, you know, like that's because he's Banksy. So that's the type of level of like, if, if, if I'm ever able to do something like that, or just like the Dominican Republic party that I told you about, like, bro, like, I don't know what, like, that's just so fucking cool to me, in my opinion, on how I can use NFTs to do that. Or was it was Banksy doing that on purpose with the balloons, like letting people go and 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 actually take it? Or um, I I bro, yeah, I definitely feel like he was doing <laughs> that shit on purpose. Yeah. Everything I feel like Banksy did was on purpose, like when he shredded that piece. Right, I remember then, that. It's like fuck you guys for for wasting a whole bunch of money on this shit when there's like kids starving. And then wow. the people in the gallery, when they did that, he thought it was going to, I don't know, maybe like say fuck you, but it's for them. It was like, <gasps> it's worth more now because of the artistic genius this guy is, you know? So yeah. it's, but like See. I said, it's like, imagine a video game when you're just walking and you're doing quests and you get certain incentives or, or, or just you find a treasure chest and there's some fucking money or some shit. Imagine like we just walking and, and like, if I, let's say you're a videographer, right? You take a, a, a video clip of this certain street and somebody goes, holy shit, I know where that street is. You go there, he goes there for some reason and finds a fucking NFT that you left there. You know what mm. I'm saying? Now he yeah. gets to take that NFT and resell it in the blockchain. And, and you and, make and money this, off of it. And, I, and the creator makes money off of it because he gets, and uh, he keeps ownership as well. Yeah. Wow. Is this that's fucking man? Is this money being like you know they? Is this the money rotating in the community? You know, which, yeah. As which it's not done enough. You know, these big corporations take all our money and 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 
the people who usually purchase this shit, we don't get shit out of it, you know? Right. It's a lot. There's so much more, bro. Like you can literally think of like it it this is it's still in the fetus stage. And then for sure. So, you know, well, augmented reality, all this shit. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I, I was just gonna ask, you know, 125,000. I know you donated 15% of it. What are you gonna do with the rest? You gonna hold on to it, let it grow? Um right now I feel like that's play money still, you know, like I'm 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 definitely gonna reinvest it and it's already, you know, I've made a lot of investments. Um trying to get this warehouse. Uh we're working on a platform called Freely. Uh, me and some of the homies and it's basically like a big bro in the metaverse, but we're also going to make it like in real life interactions to give everybody opportunities to like, just come to, it's like a sorority. You feel mm-hmm. me? Where it's, it's going to be a physical location, all types of, of, of just ways to become successful, whether it's uh, a group chat to learn how to do photography, videography, or if you want to learn how to grow, uh, weed or you want to know about real estate or you want to know who who you can talk to to get some some merchandise manufacturer it's it's really like uh, a curriculum you know where where we'll be teaching people just or or telling you how to meditate telling you to uh what diet like it's is really a life-changing experience that we're working on right now to, to give others um, and to let others be a part of it and um, try to create and spread more energy like ours to create, you know, to help yeah. others know who they are, be comfortable, um, stay staying balanced with all this shit that's happening right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, clothing brands. Um, and, and the crazy shit is too, when I had the, when I was going through anxiety, it was like three years ago. So mm-hmm. I made a brand called I'm Staying Home Today. And it's so crazy because I procrastinated so much. And then the pandemic happened. And then we had to stay home <laughs> all day. And I'm right. like, fuck, I could have capitalized off of this shit like a motherfucker. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's, it's, everything happens for a reason. Um, I, I definitely see it a little differently. To where maybe um, I can do like a also do like a nonprofit as well. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, man. I want to use what I got to help everybody. Obviously, I got to help myself some way as well. But For that's sure. becoming easier with NFT. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll look into those uh, seminars and and workshops that uh, a little more. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk about sure. it. Just hit me up, man. Let me know. Happy oh, to help. Oh, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> here I'm we about go. To join the Audi Club. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were gonna do we were gonna do something together, and I still want to. Um, so yeah, we'll 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 have to talk off the air and and, and see oh, um, what we can do. What before I let you go, what you know, 
uh, I know you got the, these new projects and stuff. What does the future look like? Is there a specific project other than the one you just talked about that you're really excited about? Is there a new NFT that you're coming out with? What's, what's kind of in the works for you right now that you're excited about? Um, besides freely, I'm staying home today. Street Dreams Cafe is going to be like a, um, an NFT platform as well. Uh, Street Dreams is, uh, uh, I partnered up with them and Block Party for, for mm. my NFT drop. I don't know, man. I just continue what I'm excited about. Just continue to shoot film. Um, direct a couple shorts just for fun, just because I feel like I have a a, a, a good eye and I feel like I can uh, make some dope shit. Um, just continue to be creative, continue to do what I love, continue to um, be free as best as possible. Um, there isn't anything else specific that I can remember right now. Um, Zach X Amos question mark question mark um, <laughs> for sure um yeah man I don't know it's it's a lot bro oh I got um me and AK to, so there's a, a rapper that I've been helping out um with his rollouts for for quite some time now and because of the pandemic and uh, photography being somewhat traumatic for me at a certain time of my life I, I started uh, producing music so me and him are coming out with a joint um oh, album sick, that i produced all the the music on um yeah. i have an artist right now that i'm managing he's coming out with an album really soon i'm excited for um Damn. yeah i'm really trying to because like bro we don't need a fucking label we are the label bro like well what you want bro you want the community to back you uh, what you represent, all right, let's figure it out. Um, you want a music video, uh, you need mm -hmm. studio, um, mm -hmm. you need studio time, I mean, you need photos, like, what, like, fuck the, fuck the playlist and all this other shit that's, like, robotically enhanced, like, our, my, my whole thing is building a foundation from the ground, like, I'm trying to build something where the foundation is so strong, it can never be torn down. And that's yeah. what I believe that I'm doing right now. Like, you never know what's going to happen between you and me, how we cross paths again. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's it's like a lifetime brothership. Like, this is like a sorority type shit, you know? Like, that <laughs> met off a fucking stupid app, Instagram, you know? <laughs> stupid fucking app. It you is know? fucking stupid. But, but yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> it's connected a lot of cool people together. So there's yeah, that. Bro. There's that. Well, dude, I mean, I, we could keep going. I, I think we're going to have to do this again. I, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I, I think we should wrap this up on a pretty bow and, and tie it off. But um, I, I think, you know, I think this is going to be one of the top podcasts that, that I've done. Um, and, you know, getting to hear your story and, you know, following it along, just, you know, knowing you and talking a little bit back and forth and, and whatnot, I knew it was crazy, but after you really laying it out for everybody, I mean, wow, it's fucking nuts, dude. And, um, I think it's going to help a lot of people and really, you know, shed a lot of light and, and hopefully give people hope too. And, you know, not just the bad, but, but really share the positives and 
Yeah, there's a lot oh. of good. Don't take all this yeah. as negative, you know? Like, there's a lot of good as well, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think people will know that. So, anyways, dude, I, I really appreciate this. And I know everyone listening to this is, is really going to appreciate your time, big time. Um, where can people follow you? Where can people see what you're doing, what you're up to, learn from you, talk to you, all that good shit? Um, IG is uh, aim.os. Mm-hmm. Um, my Twitter is I am Amos. Um, you can hit me up on either or, um, what else I got? I think that's it. My website is something on the link in my bio. Hit me up. Um, if you guys ever need advice on, on, on clients or someone trying a brand or company and you feel like they're taking advantage of you, or if you feel like they're, you're literally being threatened or blackballed, um, Maybe I or somebody that I know can help you um, or, or provide some type of uh, lawyer or, or just information. Um, mm. If, yeah, man, just don't ask me what I shoot with. Because <laughs> I got like <laughs> fucking 15 cameras now. <laughs> ask- oh, man. That fucking question, guys. man. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. We've all been there. We've all been there. A hundred percent, bro. I've definitely asked that question. A million I times. Ask, I still ask you what you shoot with every time I see a new video from you. Yeah. <laughs> Used to. This was amazing. Dude, Amos, thank you. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this one. And Thank you uh, for having me. We'll cut it off, baby. Peace. Peace.